0: Blob Talk Radio.
1: Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins here. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Alford This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary of Premium. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Tom Bigarito. John Nottingham. Otto Stowe.
2: Mike Colon. and
1: 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician, Briscoe. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Schuler. And I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphin football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now here's your host, Pat Catello.
3: All right, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host Pacatello. I'll be joined alongside Rich Van Zant and uh the uh, midnight hour has struck on the Miami Dolphins as the chimes go off and the six game uh, winning streak has come to an abrupt end in uh, definitive fashion as the Miami Dolphins go down thirty eight to six uh It seems like a nineteen eighties a f c Super Bowl score uh to the Baltimore Ravens who um just uh, simply uh, annihilated them uh, in in Baltimore. So um, the uh, uh, I guess the ride has has ended. The uh, the roller coaster uh, has uh, taken a sharp turn, and now uh, the Miami Dolphins find themselves in you know back in a, in a different predicament as they'll come home now for uh, Arizona. And uh, you know the bottom line is they're still six and one out of the last seven games here. So. Uh, You know, the playoff ramifications have changed, obviously. Um, They are uh, now in the hunt, which uh, it was nice to see the Miami Dolphins uh, as a playoff team, um, you know, at least on the board and, and, you know, how that all goes. But, uh, you know, one game is one game, and there's a lot of into it, and, and and we'll discuss that all. But without further ado, let me welcome in uh partner of crime, Rich Van Zandt, to the show. Rich, thirty-eight to six. I know we both didn't have good expectations about throwing us to Baltimore for this game, but I don't think either one of us saw it coming down like this.
4: No, I didn't have a great you know feeling going into this game. You know, I thought there was going to be a tough matchup for him, but I didn't think they'd get blown out like that. That was very surprising. But I, you know. They got exposed yesterday. You know, their their weaknesses on defense were, you know, they were highlighted. I mean, they went right after all their weaknesses. I mean, how many times did they pass over the middle, right? You know, that, they went for the weak spot of the defense. They spread the ball around. They had 10 different receivers. You know, Flacco had the best game we had all year. You know, they really exposed the weaknesses of our, of our team.
3: Yeah, I mean, the one thing I will say to that is, you know, what you had said, you know, earlier uh, for those who, who listened to the show last week, and I think you were spot on in that you were very concerned with the tight ends, and you felt that their tight ends could really wreak havoc on us, and that and that's exactly what happened.
4: Yeah, they did. They they killed us. It's just, when you cross the middle, you know, it seems like that, that gap between, you know, the linebackers and, and, you know, and the defensive backs, it's just open season.
3: Now, there was uh, different, I guess, reasons. The Dolphins had some opportunities on offense, and and they weren't able to put it in there, and then the game kind of got out of reach. But you're right. uh, In a nutshell, what this came down to was that the Miami Dolphins' defense was not able to stop the Ravens' offense in any respect. Yeah, Yeah.
4: that that was the worst performance we've seen in a long time from them.
3: Yeah. Now, the first you know, reports have come out, and obviously, you know, uh, I know where, you, where you're going to go with this, and I, I'm on page two, but, um, you know, the, the, the field conditions obviously were bad, and, you know, the, the Miami Dolphins players have, have come out, and that's what they want to harp on. I mean, obviously it was the same field conditions for both teams, um, but what I think maybe you think
4: Yeah, it was, seems like the other team, you know, found the field position so bad that they ended up in the end zone 18 times, you know? <laughs> right? Yeah.
3: I think what it does, I think what the field conditions when it's like that does is I think it hurts the defense, and I think it hurts your pass rush, and uh, obviously, uh, you know, the, the linebackers in that um, have a harder time with the footing in that. How much do you, you attribute that, or are you just that off and well, you do want it, to hear about our
4: it? Offense, our offense was terrible yesterday, so, it, you know, it didn't hurt their defense.
3: You know, I don't think it was terrible. That's a weird thing because I think that it, it had – It had moments where I thought that it was going to be able to do some really good things, but it just kept stalling. Like he hit, Penny Hill hit big passes. Right, he hit Parker and he had Parker a couple times, and you know he had some big passes and and, and I thought that Ajayi was running really well. I mean, I thought that he had a potential having a monster game, but the score just got out you know, of the once league.
4: you got once you got that, you're right. Once you got the double digit lead, forget it. You know that was it. Yeah,
3: then then he yeah, you know, but I, if anything, I'm looking at him and I'm saying this guy's going to be a superstar. I don't really believe that. I think that Ajayi is much better. Than I even thought he could be. I mean, he was just—he was doing some really good things. It's just a shame that the Dolphins' defense was getting, you know, manhandled, and he was going to become a non-factor, in which he did, you know. But the um, the Dolphins—they had opportunities to to get points. Well, you know, they,
4: the you know, the first the first drive stalled on that missed field goal, which I thought they should have went for it on fourth and two. I didn't like yeah. the fact that they went for that long field goal, you know, with the field the way it was, and. You know, I I don't think three points was doing anything for you anyway. I think you should have went for that there. I think that was a huge mistake. And when that drive failed, sales, seems like they never recover from that.
3: Okay, stop there. Um, yeah, I I understand what you're saying. Now, I mean, listen, I think good teams make that field goal one two three and figure seven three, and then we you know we're on the road and let's you know come there. I you know I get what you're saying as far as a, a you know, we we need to try to get seven here. But I think what happens is, you know, and I've said I was not confident with Franks all along. And, you know, and you can't be missing a 46-yarder on the road like that. that no,
4: past. no, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad.
3: And then, you know, and then, and then you're right. It seemed like the whole momentum and everything changed from there. It, it reminded me of, of a Super Bowl. I mean, it reminded me of, of, first off, it reminded me of the Baltimore playoff game. Yeah, you know,
4: that, that definitely reminded me of that. Absolutely. That's what I always kept thinking and then, about.
3: And then, you know, what not, not win these Super Bowls? Like, why did, why did we lose Super Bowl 19? Like, what, what you lost because you couldn't stop the offense of the other team on any possession, and yeah. it seemed the same way. It just seemed like every time. Yep. Seven, 14, 21, 24, 31. You yep. know what I mean? It was just ridiculous. It like was a nonstop assault that kept coming, and you just got the feeling that they were not going to be able to do anything. And then when they finally got the Parker touchdown, you know, you thought maybe they're shot, that they can do something here. And I don't think you could have scored any quicker. I mean, it was ridiculous how they came yeah, right Yeah, they went down. right
4: back down the field and matched it. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was, you know, and then, you know, Tannehill didn't have a great game either. I mean, he threw three picks, you know, two of them were atrocious.
3: Yeah, he he didn't have a good game. I mean, I don't think he had an atrocious game. I think he made some really nice passes, but I think it started to get away from him. And I think he was pressing. And he did. He made, you know he had three picks, and I would say two of them were you know were on him. Certainly the ball he under threw to Landry. You know that was that was a bad pass. And I think he tried to force one in earlier. You know to put on him as well. Um, so yeah, obviously it was not one of Todd's better games, but even with that, I think he needs some nice passes in there. Um, and you know the um, the play calling was a little suspect as well.
4: Yeah, uh, yeah, I wasn't thrilled with it, but I don't know. I, I just when you got down fourteen nothing, I just felt it was felt insurmountable at fourteen. You know.
0: Well, the way they were
4: playing. The way our offense, offense was defend. playing, it didn't seem like that we're we ever gonna catch up to that.
3: You know, it's they've played like that the last couple of weeks and they've just played inferior teams that they were able to come back. I mean they should have beat the Rams. They looked the same in that uh, with the Rams, but then
4: And they just woke up at the end. But you know, the against what team you're not gonna be able to
3: you're not gonna be able to And, and that's that. what happened. Yeah. And that's what happened. And to be quite honest with you, I think anybody who watched this you know the Raiders are off to a great season, and um, but I think anybody who watched this game has to realize that I think Baltimore now is one of the top Super Bowl contending teams. There's so no question
4: the they they turned the corner again. They
3: really did. So you got to take that as a little bit of solace. I mean, listen, the it's bad though game.
4: because it's you know it's solace is great, but we really buried ourselves yesterday because everybody ahead of us won, and it's going to be very hard to, to you know to get back at that. Wild card position with the, with the, our schedule The way it is
1: You know well, you really I, you
4: really got to win 3 out of 4 And you know I mean To, to guarantee yourself you got to win 4 out of 4 And I, I don't really see that happening
3: I don't see that happening either But I think the 3 three out of 4 situation Is what you have to like kind of gun for And so um, I told you going into the week before You know the AFC West is a dagger I mean, it it, it, it just is. And the problem is now. Yeah, we should
4: have, you know, the Kansas City should have lost yesterday. I mean, we got, you know, we got hosed with that stupid freaking pick two. You know, that new rule, you know, it's just awful. look how stupid Atlanta is. They weren't even going for the lead there. Or, you know, they were going to go go up by three. They were in the lead anyway. So if they kick a field goal, they're up by two. You know? So you got to kind of rethink your strategy at the end of these games.
3: Well, this is a new new rule, and I think you're right. I think teams do have to now consider this and take into consideration different things like that. I mean, that. you know,
4: you're risking losing the game right there instead of, like, you know, instead of letting your defense just keep them out of field goal range, you
3: know? Yeah. Um, but if you look at the matchup the week before with Denver and Kansas City and Kansas City winning that, that was not good. I, I had a feeling that was not good. And there's the problem. The problem is you need Denver to disappear, you need them to just keep losing because I think it's who has the more who has the most wins right now. One team has ten,
4: I think, right? The Raiders. No, no, no. Who's but in wild card? Kansas City. Who has the better record? Kansas City or Denver right now? Kansas City. What do they have? Because one team has nine, one team has ten wins, or eight and nine.
0: Yeah, because look up. Raiders- look up. Look
4: up their records. Yeah. Look up their records, one of those two teams, because it was like one team is like for sure going to make the playoffs out of that. I don't know. Yeah, well,
3: well, yeah, because now what what's happened is. Um, but I think they both. A,
4: I, no, the Raiders yeah, the Raiders have 10 yeah. wins or 11? They have
3: 10. They have 10. And the Chiefs have nine. And the Broncos have eight.
4: Eight, okay.
3: So it, it's a problem. There's yeah, it's no a big doubt problem. about it.
4: It's a big problem. You
3: know. We're at seven and five, so we're actually we're not a bad spot. But you have to, you know, you to come home to Arizona now. You have to come home. And you have to, you have to beat Arizona, which we'll get. Yeah, into. my my
4: fingers, though, even like you know the team has eight right now, right? So,
3: yeah their passes the a goal hell
4: of a lot easier. You know what I mean? They can, they can, they can go two and twos, and, and you know, and then we have to worry about a tiebreaker if we if we do go well, four and you know? Yes,
3: and you're right. You're right, but you have to you have to factor in a couple things. You have to factor in a. I think those teams play each other a lot. I think the Chiefs and the Broncos just played, and then they're going to play again. And and so, um, you know, I, I just I think that you know that's one factor there. But um, the tie breaking thing, you know, is going to come down to division. So if the Dolphins are going to win, you know, their those division games that will be factor, you know what I mean?
4: Yeah, that's, I guess so.
3: I mean, the Broncos are Super Bowl champions, so you would imagine that they're going to have a tough schedule. But I'm looking at it now, and they have the Titans, then they've got the Patriots, the Chiefs, and then the Raiders. So it is pretty tough. Well,
4: they're tough. Yeah, that's tough. They could lose three out of four there.
3: Yeah. I mean, I think for anybody at home, you know, through an armchair quarterback. I think that's what you want. I think it's what you have to root for. Yeah. You just have to root for the Broncos to just keep losing. Yeah. The Chiefs are a good team, and I think that the Chiefs are on their way to the good season. And the Raiders, you know, are probably well.
4: They got nine already, so yes. we're four left. I mean, 11's pretty, you know, pretty doable. They just go two and two, yeah. and that's not really that's that difficult.
3: I think the Raiders are probably on their way to a 12-win season. So the Raiders, the Raiders are
4: going to win that division. I don't see them not winning that division.
3: So I think from a Dolphin fan perspective, what you want is you want to concede the Raiders win that division and the Chiefs get a wild card, say, right? Yep. And now then you got to get rid of Denver. Just, yeah, Denver's got to go away. And then, if you look at it from the other division, you want the Ravens to go ahead and win that division. Even though the Steelers are 7 and 5, you have that tiebreaker on the Steelers because you beat them and then division record and stuff. So I think the Steelers to lose, which was very aggravating yesterday to have them beat the Giants.
0: And
3: because yep. uh, even though it's stacked up there, there's nobody coming out of the South. Those teams are ridiculous.
0: Yeah, six I know. You're
3: in yeah. first place. That's yep. the worst division in football. Yep. And then you have, you know, um, the Bengals are 4-7, and seven, so they're done. Yep. And, and uh, the Chargers are 5-7, and seven, they're, they're done. And, you know, the Bills are 6-6. Six and six, So, unfortunately, you're the third team. You know what I'm saying? So, it, yeah. it, it's, it's going to come down to the Chiefs, the Broncos, the Steelers, and the Dolphins, and two of those teams will make it. So, it, it's not as hard as you think, but the Dolphins have to win three games and
4: the Denver Broncos, I think, have to lose. Yeah, I just you know I'm really very very worried about this the Arizona uh, Diamondbacks. The, you know the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. I, I just don't think we match again. It's those big tall receivers that we always have issues with. You know.
3: Yeah, without, without a doubt. I mean, it's going to come down to how we're able to recoup. Because uh, I watched this.
4: them yesterday. They looked inept in the beginning of the year. They looked terrible. You know. And yeah. they didn't look terrible yesterday. They looked like the old, you know, the old Cardinals again.
3: The um, Arizona Cardinals are an inconsistent team. Yeah, they okay, were picked to so, go
4: to the Super Bowl by a lot of people.
3: Right. Right. And, I, and you know what? I, I'm probably one of those guys. I don't know if I picked them to go to the Super Bowl, but I certainly thought they were going to be a contender for it. Yep. And, uh, you know, and, and and it certainly hasn't come to a fruition. Well, I'll tell you
4: Our defense plays anything like they played yesterday. We're doomed. So I don't think you could, I don't think you could be anybody playing like that.
3: Yeah. Well you you may be right about that. Um, you know, I don't think you can either, but I think there's different conditions that you know, that play into that. And, you know, Kiko Alonso had surgery on his hand today. So as much as you don't like he has to fairly well uh, and and um, and now we're gonna see when he's put in the lineup. Uh it, it doesn't bode well. I mean you're gonna have
4: Who are they gonna put a hole in there? Or is that yeah, vigil? Who who's gonna be in there?
3: Well, yeah, as of right now, yeah, I would say so. I mean I you know, that's who went in for when he got hurt, right? Right. So unless, you know, barring some kind of a, a transaction, who else are you gonna put there? I mean they don't have good enough outside linebackers to move around. No. Um, so yeah, I mean I don't I don't know what you do there. As much as, you know, um they don't seem like they have a lot of depth. Which is surprising, you know, considering Kiku Alonso is your starting line middle linebacker and he's had some injury problems. But they don't seem like they
4: have a lot of depth. No, it's pretty bad. I mean, Zach Vigil got back off the IR like two weeks ago, and he's been on special teams, and that's it. So I don't know what the story with that is.
3: Yeah. You
4: know they hit they you know they had one of those guys that returned from IR, and they haven't used them at all.
3: Not about it. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come on back, and we'll discuss the upcoming matchup.
1: This is former Miami Dolphins Mark Super Duper. And you are listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Cotello. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associate's Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352 307 or visit him at www.donmontinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Catello.
3: Pacatello, Rich Van Zandt broadcasting live, and we'll take you up to the Monday Night Football game, which has uh, really uh, no ramifications, but it is an AFC East game between the Jets and the Colts, and, and I think uh, Andrew. It was East game. <laughs> <laughs> so
4: AFC East versus North. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. so what?
4: They're in the South, right? That South division.
3: No, no, I'm saying it's an AFC East team playing in there. Is Andrew yeah. Luck still out there?
4: What's his status? No, I guess he's playing. He went to a neurologist yeah. yesterday, two days ago or something. He wasn't in the concussion protocol, but I guess he's playing now. He's 0-2 against the Jets in his career.
3: I mean, if you look at the uh, the Colts, you know, they're they're in a, it's ridiculous. I mean, they're 5-6, and six, but they're a game out of first place. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy. Um, if you have uh, the Jets, you know, basically uh, end their season now, you know, and just go on a, on a, a Wall streak, you know, how does that bode for the Dolphins that play them the next week? I mean, we played them up here the following week, so, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. Is it, is it better for the Jets to just implode? It's gonna be like their Super Bowl anyway. Whenever we come up here, Rich, you know that's what yeah.
4: Who knows? To. I don't know. You know, you can't go week to week. Who knows if it, you know these teams don't? There seems to be no carryover effect anymore in this league. I don't know. It's re- weird to say. Like their their season kind of ended like a month and a half ago, right? Yeah, I, I agree with
3: that. Yeah, I mean it did. Um, I think we kind of ended their
1: season.
4: Yeah. actually. Didn't help it, that's for sure. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And, you know, let's, let's not forget about the, what the Colts' main issue is. They have the worst offensive line in the league, and who's their offensive line coach? Yeah, I
3: know. I couldn't believe when I saw Philbin that.
4: Joe Philbin. I
3: was very surprised. I mean, I, it's, I didn't even know that's what he does, first of all. I coach him. I just, well, if,
4: if he did that, now we know why our offensive line stunk when he was there all those years.
3: You know, but when, when a guy becomes a head coach, it seems like they just—you know—they they just have to concentrate on because offensive line was not great, and he was an offensive line. Yeah. You know, and then Thibodeau was a quarterback guru, but I don't know what happened there. <laughs> so, you know, we
4: never recovered under him. We never recovered from getting rid of Incognito. You know.
3: I think what uh, I think what happened was that he. He started off a certain way, and I think that that whole bullying scandal came. He lost the team, and then Incognito being gone the the next year um, it started to really show. And uh, and and I think I think it affected the Dolphins, you know, more down the road than it did then. Yep. Because obviously, Richie Incognito was arguably your best lineman at the time. I mean, went to the think... Pro
4: Bowl again last year. You know.
3: You could say pouncy, but, you know, I think it was probably Incognito.
4: And he, he was the captain of that offensive line. When he left, things changed, you know, and changed pretty quickly.
3: Yeah, they felt it. There's was- no yep. problem. I mean, they definitely felt the loss of Incognito, you know, and and, uh, and he was able to move on and do things. I mean, I think that the offensive line has been playing much better. You know, now you finally, I think you finally got over it. Now it's a matter of whether or not they can solidify it and keep going. Now, Pouncey's injury scares me. I don't know what the deal is with that. I mean, I think that. He um, was supposed
4: to be the first one back out of those three, and he's not back yet. That's scary.
3: Yeah, it is. Uh, Tunzel did come back. He had a rough game. and didn't have a really good game, but, um, but he no, did he come played, back. No,
4: he played terrible yesterday with the penalties and, Jumping off sides, he had, a, he had a rough game yesterday Yeah and
3: Albert,
4: Albert played well, you know
3: Yeah, he definitely held his own He seemed like he was okay um, You know, the pressure on Panahill was more than it had been But it's a much better Oh, Well, game. it
4: was pretty easy I mean, once they're up by 21, you know, we have to pass every down And they were yeah. blitzing like crazy I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious what's going on at that point, you know
3: That's why, like I said, I think you just have to We're not built it, it takes aside, us too long to you know?
4: score but, you know, it takes us too long to score most of the time, right? It, there's no chance we're coming back from that deficit, kind of deficit. We're not built like that.
3: Well, you do have the long passes, though. I mean, you've been yes, able I to – Yes, I
4: understand that, but you're not – you, get, you get maybe get one of them a game. You're not built to keep doing that every time down the field
3: doesn't happen. Well, no, you don't have that kind of an offense that you're going to just be able to bang, right. bang, bang. But I mean, I think you could still, you know, hit some deep routes and stuff like that. But, yeah. I, I, I mean, and we weren't doing that.
4: We're down by we're down by 21 and we're throwing the ball 10 feet again.
3: Yeah, over and, and I over. Think well, that's why I said the play calling. I didn't yeah, think the play I know. calling was It was, up a, it was a big issue yesterday. Some real questionable calls. And I thought that, you know, they were at times when they were getting really behind. And then you're you're running the ball and setting yourself up for a third and and third and nine, third and fourteen. You know, it just seemed like it was a little ridiculous. And Jarvis Landry, I don't like the way they're implementing him in the game, and he really has been very quiet for the last three or four weeks. Very quiet. And the screen passes, and that's that stupid play. Hey, he, he's, he's been
4: quiet ever that. since he said he was. Ever since he said he was, the when he uh, when he honored himself as the best receiver in football, he's been quiet. That's about yeah, a month ago. he
3: has. There's no doubt. And, and listen, on 3rd and 14, that screen pass for Jarvis Landry is never going to work. It's just not going to work. So I I, I think you have to start, you know, finding a different route. Because it's just not going to work like that. And We've seen it way too many times. I can't stand
4: the wide receiver screens. I can't stand them. It's just awful.
3: And we've been doing it for years, and they never seem to work.
4: It worked for it worked one time against the Ravens, Greg Camarillo. That was it,
3: yeah, and it was probably
4: an illegal pick in there somewhere that we didn't want to talk right. about.
3: Uh, that was the one win in the one in fifteen season. You're absolutely right. That's the only yep. time that it really has worked, and that was more of a slant, wasn't
4: it? Yeah, it was more of a slant, but it was still, you know,
3: it was still throwing two feet,
4: you know. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I, I, I didn't really like the way that went down. And, um, you know, like I said, I I, mean, I think he's been, you know, a different type of player. There's guys that have stepped up. I mean, Devontae Parker was hurt, and he still played, and he wound up having a pretty good game, you know. Um, yep. He was, you know, very close to having two touchdowns, right? And, uh, you know, I mean, he made some really nice and he made that one catch in the end zone, which really impressed you. Yeah, that was one of the best ones I've saw all year. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice to see, you
1: know, him
3: coming out. They have talent there. I mean, there's talent on the receiving core, you know. Without a doubt, there is. Just I it? don't
4: understand. Like, Stills was invisible yesterday. I, I, You know, I don't understand that. I think the
3: footing. I think that, the, you know, he wasn't able to get his one deep yeah. out. I think that they're a physical team and, and, and uh, you know, the, the ground was not great. The, the conditions were not great. And at a certain point, you know, you fall behind, it's going to be harder for you to find those open routes, and you don't have the running game going, yeah. you know? Um, it, let, let's, face, let's be honest.
4: This was a defensive meltdown. That's what this oh, was. Oh, it
3: was terrible. Yeah, there's no question. You're, you're not going to beat anybody when you play
4: like that. We're playing a very good offensive team yesterday, and you're not going to beat anybody if you play as bad as that, you know?
3: No. You can go on and on about putting up seven points only, but, you know, the bottom line was is everything changed. Which is which another stupid thing.
4: The goal for two when you're when you're down by 28 points is just kind of well, retarded.
3: Well, what you did was, you know, you tried to – it was a 24-point game, so what you did was you tried to make it two scores, you know. I mean, you, you I, would have eight. I, I got gotcha. you.
2: Yeah.
3: But, you, you know – I mean, on the surface, I guess so I don't have a problem with it. Obviously, it didn't work out, um, but you know, you would well, you have
4: It didn't work to score out because you didn't sniff, it on the score. So really, you didn't even need it. <laughs> then you didn't get the two points, and then you didn't even come close to scoring again.
3: No, but you would have had to score three more times then.
4: Yeah, I, I got you. I still so think you, it's too you, early for that. Still think
3: it stuff.
4: was wrong. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't like it. Kills momentum. It kills like the you know anything you got going for you. I think missing that's a lot yeah. worse than people think. Yeah, I,
3: I think you're right. I mean, I think. What's the air out of the sails when you do that crap? You know. Yeah, it deflates you, and then and obviously the defense came on, and I guess they. You it know,
4: deflated me, and I was you know I was you know yeah six hundred miles away. Yeah,
3: yeah, you're right. I mean, it deflated me as well. Like you know, you get down on it, and and I guess that that you know, carries over. So, yeah, they're going to feel it as well, you know, when something like that happens. Um, you know, I, I, I guess it's important that you just got to put this one aside. Like, it didn't happen, you know. I mean, and there's a lot of football to play. You're still in the hunt. Um, you know, it's just a matter of how they, they respond to it. And they're coming home for it. That no, we'll see. Have...
4: You know, look, look, it's been in front of them, you know, not last year, but two years ago it was in front of them. They needed to win one game in the last two and they, they you know, they didn't do it. We'll see if it's any different now, the, the new regime, you know? They they know what they have to do. They have to win three out of four. Can you can you make this interesting? You know?
3: Well I think they can make it interesting. I mean I could tell you that I think that this, this is a different team than we've seen in a long time. Now whether or not they're gonna make the playoffs, I'm not saying that. But I think it's a different team. Well
4: we'll see. I mean if they get if they get beat up by Arizona, then to me it's not that different.
3: It's just just that we had a nice little stretch in between a
4: bad start and a bad finish, you know?
3: Well, I guess I would have to agree with that. I mean, if they come home now and they get, you know, manhandled or even beat by Arizona at home, then, yeah, then I guess it's not as different as a team because this is a time when you can't do that. If you're a playoff team, you know, you have to you have to beat the no, Arizona on If they
4: them. make the playoffs, I mean, like say say they win three out of four, and we get it, we get a wild card bid, right? Yeah. I see the same game yesterday in the in the playoffs. Like, I can't see them going on any kind of playoff run. I see them going into the playoffs and getting exposed again.
3: Oh, well, I agree with you, I, especially if they're playing a team like Baltimore. Yeah, no and I think that. it's gonna gonna going to happen again. I
4: think they're going to they're not... going to get beat up, and it's going to be like we're there for five seconds again and. And yeah, get but aggravated. Rich, when
3: yeah. you have a team that's been inept and a net and the the of stock arena, I, I know, I know, I know this know. huge. Yeah. It changes everything. So you can't look like that. Yeah. And I said that in on seven as well. I mean yep. you can't think like that. Yep. You need to just, you know, start start getting out of Well, I hope team.
4: that like I said, I hope that if we do make the playoffs and whatever happens in there, which I'm not I don't think anything rosy is gonna happen, you know, I hope we build on that. But you know, yeah. You know, it seems to me, like I said, the last time we made the playoffs and we thought we could build on it, we haven't sniffed it in nine years. Yeah, but there's
3: different reasons for that. And one of the reasons was your quarterback. I mean, that was a huge reason. I mean, you really didn't have a quarterback if anything got hurt. And then you had a hard time, like with quarterbacks. And then, you know, it just kind of escalated from there. And
4: coaches, Uh, too. We went through too many quarterbacks, too many coaches.
3: Yeah, but yeah, you're right. I mean, we're, we're far away from it. You still have to take a deep breath and see where this all shakes out. But, you know, I do think that if you're able to make a playoff, uh, you know, I know it didn't work out that way in 08, but I think it changes the complexion because we're more in that now than we were in 08. I understand you had the 1-15 season, I get that, but you are much more in that for the last five, seven years than you were going back to 2005. I mean, Saban was, 10, Saban was I think, 10-6. and six. In his final year. Yeah. This team, that team was good. Like, it was about to make the – that's why it was so annoying. It's so aggravating that he quit. Because I think it was getting ready to make the change. And he messed up with the quarterback situation and he ran. Yeah. But, um, you know, but I, the last four years of this team, you haven't been anywhere near that. So no. it's very important that you get yourself out of the laughing stock of the league. And you're on the verge of doing that regardless of what you would do in a playoff game. But you're still a long way off from there. And you have a tough schedule. And Buffalo Jets and, and New England, three in a row, that's tough. Yeah, it's not easy.
4: It's not easy. You know, so,
3: you know, we'll we'll, we'll see. I mean, um, you have to start in this home game right now. And we'll we'll get a better idea of this team with the way that they respond to it. And uh you know you have some more injuries, which concerns me. you know the kiculoonal injury concerns me a lot more than it concerns you, but obviously, you know when you're home you need you need that defense to be as healthy as it can get. I think if you're going to pick one thing, it's going to be the pass rush because the pass rush was non-existent, and that may have had a factor in the field conditions, but when the fast rush is like that. You're just going to get beat because we're not, we're not deep and we're not good in our, our secondary and in our linebackers. So when you have no pass rush, it's going to be exposed, than yep. it was. I mean, I told you to start with Cameron Wake, right? In the six wins. Yep. He had eight and a half, all eight and a half of his sacks were in the six wins. Yep. And in all the losses, he had no sacks and like two tackles in the, all of those games. And yep. yesterday, he yep. was silent. And again, you know, you got manhandled. I mean are, are you
4: are you with me? Are you with me about Mario Williams yet?
3: Well, it's very unfair to say anything about Mario Williams in that game because your entire defensive line did nothing.
4: He's done nothing all year.
3: But nobody did anything yesterday, so No, but I'm I gonna say he
4: does nothing. I mean the guy is invisible. He has one sack all year. I mean, it's ridiculous. I'm not an advocate for Mario Williams. I don't know
3: why you think I am. No, because right, you stuck up for him, him a few finish. times.
4: He's he's terrible. You know, I don't know why you
3: would say he's that terrible. Is he that terrible? I mean.
4: One sack? That's what he's brought in for. One sack. Yeah, but you don't have to have
3: sacks to be doing something. Well, what's know? he doing? I think he's, he's, he's making tackles. He's putting. No, he's, not, on he's quarterback. Not, absolutely
4: not making tackles. Absolutely not. He's doing nothing. He's been a huge disappointment, and uh, the guy we let go for him is is on a tear.
3: Well, how would you affect him
4: though? Sign him before he was a free agent.
3: Well, how did that
4: go down? They didn't offer him a contract till he was a, till he was a free agent. Then they lowballed him, and then he got crazy money from the Giants, which I mean, you know I never not- saw that coming.
0: You know, for, for, but for, they uh, could
4: have, they could have, they could have signed them during the year last year. They could have locked him up, like I said. I said that when it was going on that they should lock him up. Well,
3: listen for everybody at home talking about uh, Olivier, Olivier Vernon, Vernon, and you know I like Olivier Vernon. I was very upset when they lost him. You didn't seem that upset when he was gone. That's why I'm so surprised. Well, I, I said there's, there's
4: no way we could match him at eighty million dollars, but they should have locked them yeah. up before that. And I didn't know they were bringing in, you know, this relic Mario Williams to replace him, who's done nothing.
3: What we were talking about earlier. Do you know why you lost them? And why you didn't do that? Because you've had nine different head coaches in the last seven years. That's
4: yes, that's, that's absolutely. You had
3: nobody in charge.
4: But you know, it's a typical, it's a typical move, though. L- let let somebody leave it and then bring in a name older guy. That's what he loves doing. Yes,
3: that's what he does. That's exactly right. That's what that's exactly what he does. You're hundred percent right on that. And you know, do I think that you know, that that, that was a mistake? Yeah, I do. And he did sign an insane contract, like you said. So, um, you know, I, I don't know what you would have done at that point. You're saying you had to do it earlier and the reason why you couldn't is because you had nobody in charge to do it. And you're right, that is Tannehill's uh, MO. That's what he does. He basically uh gets named guys that are past their prime. Yep. <laughs> to say it mildly actually.
4: Oh god almighty.
3: Yeah, I mean you see that in the running back situation this year, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh you know, I I'm looking up Mario Williams here, that's why and and he's got uh nine nine solo tackles, four assists and one and a half sacks.
4: So. Yeah. I guess he doesn't have to pack his bags for Honolulu, huh? Or or, or Orlando, right? Where's the where's the Pro Bowl this year? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. It's right Orlando. Yeah. Stats are pretty bad. Unarguable. Yeah. Can't yeah, really terrible. argue with that. Yeah. Well you know, uh you're right. That's a, that's an area of upgrade that you need, you know, to do it and um we'll see how that pans out. But obviously, uh there's other areas of concern that are gonna go before the defensive line, but yeah, Mario Williams has not really stepped up. Um, none of the older veterans that were brought in, I think, have.
4: No, none of them. Nope. The, the What they did with the defense this year, the, the patchwork on the linebackers and the secondary has been a complete failure.
3: Right back after
2: this. This is Don Shula. Happy to be on the Pat Cotillo Show.
4: You're
1: listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello.
3: Dolphins Legends show from your host Pat Catello. I'm joined alongside Rich Van Zandt as we uh, take you up to the Monday night football game tonight and the uh, Jets and Colts will play up here in the Meadowlands and of course the Miami Dolphins will be up here next week uh, after the Arizona game to take on the Jets so it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. Rich the one thing that I will say is it's nice to at least be in your funds? They used to say they ruined Labor Day, right? So, well, they
4: did this year, but yeah. then they came back and they kind of, yeah. they re- reinvented the season this year, which, you know, they basically did ruin Labor Day. Yeah, it's, it's it's you know, look, I'm not complaining that we're in the hunt. I just, you know, it was just a little disappointing after, you know, a six-game winning streak to end it like that yesterday. Yeah, you, know? you know, loss is
3: a loss. I really don't care. I mean, if you're not going to win the game, you know, whatever. You know, you lose and you lose. Yeah,
4: it. I know, but if we lost a close game we wouldn't be laughing stocks today like we are all over the place, you know?
3: Yeah, well, that's true. But, you know, the only thing that's going to really solidify it is if I know. we go back and win and, and you know, somehow. um you need a winning season, you know. you got to win two two games to get to that. And we're all hoping that they can do three out of four and, and, and get, you know, in that real hunt, hunt or at least yep. get down to the end of it. You know, that New England game, of course, at the end of the year, you know, is uh, so. It'll, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, but I think we'll have a much
4: better read after. Well, this. they lost Amadella yesterday, too, huh? Oh,
3: they did. What's the saddle? I, I don't it?
4: know. I They said he could be out for a significant amount of time. You know how they don't really talk, you know, so that it's hard to get a read. amazing
3: how they yeah. completely deflected the whole Gronkowski thing from a lung to turns yeah, out. Yeah, a it collapsed lung,
4: a bad ankle, and the guy's got back surgery. I mean, give it's me a amazing. break. amazing.
3: They shouldn't be allowed. They're just, you know what, I, You know, thinking about it, the team has been sh- the shadiest team in football for a long, long time. Football history. From, right? From yes. the snowball game, you know, to the to, to spy play gate, the, the flake play gate, gate, the injury reports yep. week after week, ladies on it every week. I yep. mean, you know, and, and it makes press conferences, and it is nonsense. Shouldn't be allowed. They talk about no. Marshawn Lynch and the way he was. Belichick can be worse. I mean, people are asking legitimate football questions. Yeah, oh, you're right. We're on to Cincinnati. We're on to Cincinnati. Well, why are we on to Cincinnati? Answer the question.
4: And let's not forget they had a serial killer playing tight end, too. To oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good
3: point, too. Don't forget about that. Yeah. Well, the thing, the thing to remember about that is you know and I know that they knew that there was a lot more to this man oh, than, yeah. than, than we knew. Absolutely.
4: Well, yeah, that's that, why he that's dropped so quick
3: track. in the draft, you know? Yeah, I guess so.
4: That's why he dropped so much. That's how they got him, you know? But, hey, they also signed him to a $40 million contract, too, so, that, you know.
3: Yeah.
4: They, you know, like I said, like, you know, they get a pass for that, too, I guess.
3: Well, listen, I mean, it's the guy's going to go down as the greatest coach of his of his generation, It's unarguable he is. He's going to go down as, you know, one of the greats. Uh, You know, they they want to put him on the Mount Rushmore, and I can understand that um, because his success is phenomenal. But I still think that that, there is something to say that he has never won a championship without being caught cheating and punished for it.
4: Yeah, it's true. It's true.
3: Every time he's won the four Super Bowls, he yeah. has had repercussions from cheating in that year. Now you can say, well, this one was on Brady or whatever. Whatever. The organization has had, you know, been caught cheating and punished each time. And the times well, that let me they tell you something. They,
4: you know, like, is, you know, they could say Brady got in trouble for deflating. He he didn't know anything about it. That's like saying Paterno didn't know anything about what was going on with Sandusky. You know, Paterno knew everything was going on around that town. Belichick knows everything that's going around with that team from top to bottom. He, he knows what the ball boys are doing. You know, no one's no ball boy is deflating the pressure on the ball without Belichick and Brady both. I mean, give me a break.
3: Well, I, I you know, listen, I can't argue with that. I think that there's a good shot that you're right. I think that it's possible that it would just be Brady. But you know what? I can't really argue with that. I mean, it's
0: just. No,
4: you're telling me that, like, this guy has no idea what's going on. Come on. This guy knows everything.
3: No, I know. He's on top of everything. There's no doubt about it. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, that, that's a big thing there. And and, and listen, I, it'd be interesting, too, is Belichick going to be able to play, you know, without Brady. He's never really had that. I mean, he's never, you know, he's, I mean, that's a huge part of it, you know. Will he be able to continue success without him? I don't think Does so. Does he want to? I, I, no, I think this will probably end when it ends. But, you know, we'll see, I guess. You know, that's it the one year that Brady was hurt, you know, he did go eleven and five. He had a, a top team though and uh didn't make the playoffs because that's the year that we won it. So, you know.
4: Yeah, we were tied with them, right. We won the tiebreaker. Yep.
3: Yeah. Which is, you know, it's important. I mean, it's uh yeah, it's 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 a part of NFL history that you're gonna have to see and see and see and see. You know, and, and, and his legacy will be put up against the top of the top. You know, it's an argument that I've had with many people, and he is great, there's no doubt about it. He's got a system, and he's a great football coach, um, but he hit the lottery with his quarterback, and he's he's and been paying dividends every year since. Yeah. You know, unarguable. All right, so we, uh, we'll see how the Miami Dolphins, you know, respond to this loss. It's really all we can do. Um, I happen to think that they're going to respond positively, but You know, that's going to really tell you what kind of team you have. Um, You need to get a victory this week. You know, it's as simple as that.
4: Yeah, I mean, if you lose to Arizona, you're not running the table. I mean, it's not going to happen, you
3: know. Yeah, if you lose to Arizona, then, you know, you're in trouble. Then start, you know, saving face because if you lose to Arizona, you're not a playoff team. It's not going to happen.
1: No. I agree with that. But we'll see how it shakes out. That's a trip to this evening, everybody. We'll see you next Monday
3: on
2: the Miami South. let Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own voice. Took a beat on the northern plains and just roll that power off. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in the bar to have a brew. Met girl we had
0: for your first.